got these sound effects together and I am regretting that we even mentioned this shit to her in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> she ready. Wait, wait, play the, play the burp. The burp again. Uh, gotta go back. <laughs> See, this not all in one spot. Your know? nails is cute. Thanks, girl. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Keep farting after that. Yeah, it's still going. Well, anyway, welcome, welcome to New Kids episode fifteen, season two. Ooh, whoop, we out here. We got a sound effect for that, don't we? Oh, she's trying to make her own. It did not work. Didgeridoo. No, it's not applause. Yeah, that doesn't. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I, if, if only y'all could see my face right now. Are those gunshots? They're fireworks. Oh, okay. they sound like gunshots. I'm from the hood. That's all real different in my head. But anyway, oh, okay. so we're back and continuing on with last episode's theme. We are here to talk about honey. Hey, y'all. Um, so in episode 14, you got to hear a, a lot <laughs> a lot about Jeezy. A lot about Jeezy, which is very important to the new kids culture. Yes, we're about um, to start a GoFundMe so we can go to all his concerts. <laughs> Feel free to donate. Hey, but <laughs> and also you heard a lot about Shariah and myself. Yeah. Um, oh, wait. You give me go self applause. Yay! What we do is turn in terms of like our individual professions, and then what we do as new kids, what the new kids are, and all of that fun stuff. So now we're going to focus on Honey and talk about what Honey brings to the new kids table, and the conversation is just going to go from there. So, yay! If y'all ready, we ready. We ready. We ready. We ready. <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> These sound effects, girl. I, just, I was ready that time. So, honey. Yes, ma'am. Tell us about yourself. About myself. Well, my name is Honey. Um, girl, we know that. AKA Fairy Trap Princess. <laughs> AKA Sneak Squeaker. My daddy calls me Squeaker. <laughs> AKA Little Bit. AKA Dinkleberry. I got a lot of aliases, you know. My real name is Honey Across. Um, I. Did not go to high school in the city. I was homeschooled and I went to Wayne County Community College where I have my associate's degree. And I went to Wayne State University after that where I studied broadcast journalism and I was a dance minor. We didn't talk about none of this. <laughs> we didn't talk about like in our background. background which I did. Uh, where no, I we can do it. Yeah, go ahead, continue. Um, yeah, currently I went to school because I thought that I was going to be a journalist. I've written all my life. So, but it's been creative writing. So I thought that I was going to be a journalist. Don't know why. Actually, no, no. My first major was English. Got Shout out there, to English majors. And it was, it was a lot. Still not what I wanted to do. So I was like, let's try journalism. Never really enjoyed broadcast journalism. I don't think I liked my department either. Well, specifically. But it was something to do. It was a camera and it was writing and it was kind of performing. And I come from a performing arts background. So it was just like... This, this works. I'll do this. That didn't work. I dropped out. <laughs> um, I dropped oh, out. I needed a sound effect. My senior year. Uh, <laughs> that's exactly what it felt like. 
They said it said crash. I didn't think it was gonna sound like that. Symbol crash. What were you expecting? Like a car crash or something? <laughs> that would have been more accurate. Yeah. Goodness gracious. But um, I dropped out due to. Um, just being overwhelmed. I started college very early. I started college when I was 12, and when I was 16, 17, I was about to graduate with my bachelor's, and I was just really, uh, not overwhelmed with the work, but just kind of overwhelmed, I guess, with the trajectory of where my life was going at the time. Um, I think I panicked, and also just a bunch of mental health issues that I think a lot of people in college don't talk about or a lot of adults in college don't talk about. Um, I was really, really sad and I just had to get the fuck on. College is wonderful. I feel like I shouldn't cuss because this is my interview. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but like whenever anybody else is on, cussing like I'm a fucking... But anyways. As you um, cuss as, more. As I cuss more. But you know, um, a lot of people don't talk about mental health in college and what it takes to to survive. I think that conversation is getting a little bit more exposure, but mm-hmm. it's not being utilized still uh-huh. appropriately mm-hmm. because there are still a lot of people who are struggling in the shadows. Because mm-hmm. um, I know I dealt, like in undergrad, I dealt a lot with panic attacks and um, just issues. And even though I went to school in state, I was still two hours away. My mm-hmm. family wasn't like right there. So I was by myself mm-hmm. um, having to deal with a lot of these issues on my own. And I did get help, but that's a big step for a lot of people that a lot of people can't do. Yeah, and even after I dropped out, I did get help. I was in therapy for, I think, like, four or five months, maybe, and my therapist started talking about putting me on meds, and I just, like, was not for that. So I stopped that um, and kind of just fended for myself at that point. I moved out the house, um, a series of a shitty boyfriend after that. I'm here now. Um, but right after college, you know, like, day jobs are cool and everything, but day jobs are not fulfilling all of the time. Um, and I'm a creative, so I needed something creative to do. A couple of my friends, well, most of my friends now are artists, and they needed help organizing their art shows, um, selling merchandise, negotiating contracts with people, and coming from um, a collegiate background as well as a heavy business background and with my family, both my parents are lawyers, uh, I kind of saw a void that I could fill in the art community at that time, and so I just kind of stepped up to it and started it. And I had no idea what I was doing then, like, or like, like what to call myself that too (laughs) none of us knew what we were doing at that point we were just kind of doing something exactly and people would be like yeah you know like what do you do I was like oh you know I do art shit (laughs) (laughs) and that's still kind of sort of my tag when I tell people what I do what do you do well I do art shit Um, but really I am a well by day I work in customer service I work for a startup Um, I would say it's name but no <laughs> I'll work for a Don't do it. Um, I work for a up. We design furniture. I'll just say all that. Um, and by night, or um, in my. <laughs> <laughs> by night, I work at the Players Club. No. Um, <laughs> um, my, my real passion is a creative entrepreneurship. So I'm creative project manager. Um, or I guess you could say a creative consultant too. 
um because people do hit me up for consulting but i organize events i negotiate contracts for buyers of art um like in mass large quantities of art um what else do i do y'all um, art shit. Art shit. <laughs> I creative direct uh, photo shoots for people. I creative direct for brands. Um, so I guess you could say I do a little bit of branding. I do social media management as well. Um, yeah, so anything creative that you need like overseen from like a, a large scale point of view, that's me. That's what I do. Um so do you ever get tired of doing art shit um i don't think i ever get tired of doing art shit i get tired of art people i was just about to say do you ever get tired <laughs> of art people i get very tired of art people i'm a creative so i think that it comes a little bit easier for me understanding what creatives need um on like a day-to-day basis but artists can be real artists yeah they could be real problematic sometimes with their work processes. I know not everybody works the same way. Um, artists can be very, very opinionated and like not afraid to let you know. Not even not afraid, but their communication styles are really, really, really That's off a big sometimes. Thing. Um, just professionally, I think our generation is like, oh yeah, I'm a great communicator. I know how to communicate. Mm-hmm. But if everybody's complaining about the same communication problem, then clearly everybody's not a great communicator. I think people confuse being able to communicate and being able to talk. Yes, <laughs> and also we're the age of cell phones and instant gratification, so like we're able to communicate quickly, but like it's not meaningful. It's not meaningful, yeah. and or, you know you may miss information. We don't think about how and we're people don't listen. Like mm-hmm. everybody's trying to talk, talk, talk because they want to get their point across. They want to be heard, which mm-hmm. is great. But the other side of communicating is being able to listen and pick up the information that you need to be able to move forward. If you're not listening and then you're just kind of talking to talk and it's irrelevant yeah and and that's what i see a lot in the creative community i'm guilty of it myself too sometimes though just like talking to talk let's work sure yeah let's work and then you know like work never happens work never gets done i love when people say less work but they don't let's work but they don't realize how like work work actually goes into it's the not process. just the let's part the let's part is cool like include everybody like not we, even that but work it's not even it's like it's not let's work finished product like mm-hmm. there are processes there's In steps there's paperwork there's meetings there's conversations communicate like there's all this stuff that goes into right. making something happen you don't just make it happen right, let's work don't mean nope. just throw some shit together Right, because you can tell, whatever it is, you can always tell when something is thrown together. Yeah. I think when people say, let's work, I just automatically think they think I'm going to work for free. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> let's not work if you ain't going to work. Oh, you thought I wasn't going and to you know give like, this hot invoice. Yeah. Here it is. Oh, talking here too, y'all. Okay. Right. If you ain't heard talking. <laughs> we sure ain't really ourselves. We just kind of started talking. I just started talking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They've heard you before. Yeah, they exactly. Know. You've been on a couple episodes. How many? You've been on two episodes? Or? No, I think she's been on just three. Three? three? Mm-hmm. Damn. I must have been drunk for that one. No, it was yeah, the first work. The first one was Charlamagne's birthday. No, was that the first one? That was the same birthday. We got drunk. No, but I'm saying, was that the first one she was on? Oh. That wasn't our first no, episode. No, she was on the first one here. Yeah, and then we got drunk. And then we went upstairs. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I knew one of them I was drunk. Girl, who's all drunk? <laughs> but that's a whole nother story that y'all will never hear. Yeah, but y'all will. Because when Jermaine's birthday roll around again, we're going to tell the story. <laughs> no, we won't. We're going to have Chris on the episode for that. No, we yes, won't. Chris is our bartender. Shout out to Chris. Uh, what though? I heard through the grapevine they're trying to bring him back. Hey. I'm like, I ain't coming. Come on, Chris. Yes, I right. would tell y'all where we go, but nah. No. Well, well, no. Everybody, I feel they like they kind of know first. if they from the, the city. The people who matter know. The people yeah. who matter know. And if, if you, you don't, don't know, matter, you don't matter. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, I get tired of our people. I get tired of um, communication in general. I think as somebody who kind of like straddles the world of business and art, having my brain go back and forth you know between those two gets to be a lot often and I have to juggle several different kinds of communication skills and that just leads me to not wanting to talk to anyone <laughs> yeah, I was about to say because they're like two completely different styles completely like different. an artist might say something crazy and it'd be completely appropriate mm-hmm. because they're an artist and that's what they mm-hmm. say but then you dealing with the business like if you're trying to conduct mm-hmm. a or negotiate a contract with somebody and they just like no, you're going to be like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Like right now, I'm negotiating a contract between an artist and a hotel who wants to put their artwork on walls. And the I'll present, you know, the contract to the artist and I have to translate that for them because they don't know anything about legalese. And then like, they want to negotiate the amount of money they're being given and I can't say, give me some more fucking money because that's what the artist has <laughs> told me, but like I yeah. have to go back and, and like, present it in a nicer way. This isn't all artists. We do, like, we do meet people who know, like, they, know, stuff, yeah. they just don't want to do it and that's exactly. kind of where we come in, but... I mean, I get it, because I was telling somebody yesterday that we were getting ready to record today, and it was like, for you not to like people, you do a lot of people shit. Yeah. And I'm like... Well, we're also ambiverts. A what? Nah. What you call me? Ambiverts. <laughs> I'm not calling you vanilla. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even call myself an ambivert. I'm, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> you look so disgusted at this word. <laughs> For everybody that doesn't know, I don't like titles and being. I don't like titles and labels and either, and I don't prefer to put myself in groups or labels. But this is the only way that like I'm an introvert. I am an you introvert. are not an introvert. I am absolutely introvert. Because please if don't somebody talk don't to tell me. me what this means. Introverted <laughs> and extroverted, you know that. Oh yeah, I know Ambivert that. is right in the middle. It's so the middle. I'm an ambivert. I'm introverted half. It's in the, the middle, time, oh. and I'm extroverted the other. You extroverted too, so. You, yes. I'm not extra. Yes, you are. You might be an ambivert because you have times when you don't want to say that. (laughs) (laughs) It's not an insult. (laughs) So so I'll say that I'm an ambivert. I love going out. I love communicating with people most of the time. I like partying. I like having fun. But I also don't want to be talked to half of that time. I don't want to do anything. So I need time to recharge. I need my alone time. So I can do all of that outside stuff as long as I have time where I can cut off the world. I always tell my mom my social battery dies. And then I just be standing there looking dumb. I tell people my people meter has has been Listen, our babes, uh, me and Bree were talking to this. um, I don't know if she was an artist or whatever. But we were having a conversation. She was like... You know, so I'm an introvert, and whenever I'm ready to leave somewhere, I just say, you know, I'm getting kind of warm, and walk away. And I was like, that is that brilliant. That is wonderful. She was like, it's kind of warm in here, and she just leaves. <laughs> wow. And this, I was like, that is And I know golden. who y'all are talking about, and that is... That is... I was like, you are amazing. Wow, I'm She's wonderful. This. She creates really beautiful art, too. You should see it. They're um, idioms. Mm. So she has a, a bird on top of a spatula. 
exactly. So I think I don't know if they're still up there. They may be at Great Lakes right now. Okay. But last she just had her on the Great Lakes. She's really really talented. Um, and Bill Burr. That's what's And Bill Burr. And Bill Burr. Y'all know I can't repeat stuff. <laughs> she just quietly started. Because <laughs> I'm trying to remember it. Because she's a nut. I am. And it's been a long day. So, yeah. Um, and then with that also, too, I kind of like with the new kids, I try. Not even that. You could open it. I did. <laughs> you thought it was going <laughs> to I just thought it was going to be loud. Shariah, well, I should tell Clay you drink a dark pop. Well, I mean, you, you, you said it. Now. <laughs> oh, lying to me too me and Clay were supposed to be on a phone call y'all about an hour ago and you know he was also supposed to have a training session with Shariah today I walk in to record the podcast Shariah says he missed the training session and then he texts me like yeah I was training I'm gonna call you (laughs) after I finish I wonder what he got from the mall (laughs) Um, I can't with y'all today yeah oh yeah well anyways I was saying I choose to work with I prefer to work with um, less less inexperienced artists or artists that have a lot less exposure Um, because I like teaching people too so if I can teach you how to do something for yourself you know I feel like that's a job well done I don't mind providing services for people but I really enjoy teaching people <laughs> you don't like me. You know I don't. That's what I'm just like. Look, because I was about I to say something I can't say on the podcast. Dang. Yeah, right now. we'll say that for commercial break. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, <laughs> teaching has never been. Dang, it fits so well in this part of the conversation. I'm so glad. <laughs> teaching has never been my strong suit. I was in a classroom for six months last year, and that just further confirmed that I, God, did not make me a teacher, and well, I'm you grateful. You had a teaching month, job. Girl, she was at a whole school. I was at a whole. I was sub. Girl, first up the holes. The whole damn. You was at a whole school. Maybe was a substitute teacher for the babies, y'all. Y'all, and if you know me, (laughs) that was so funny. The story she told. The the Snapchats, kids just like. And I love them kids to death, but ooh, child. Mm -mm. Um, but that translates to adults too, because I feel like sometimes. Some stuff you just can't teach. So if you mm-hmm. learn it, if you get it, great. But if you don't, that's why I'm here to do mm-hmm. it. And I will explain it to you as best as I can. If you don't get it, that's okay. We can move forward. You I know? feel that. I think I really like, especially me as a creative, I, if it's my work, I like my hands to be all over every single last part of my work. So with my clients, that's how I kind of approach it too. I like walking them through every step that I do that it takes me. Because a lot of the stuff that I do for creative artists like they can do on their own Mm -hmm. they like even if they had the time but a lot of the ones I work with don't have the ability so I really like walking them through you know step by step what I have to do and this is something for this particular job um and I can't remember who said this to a Shariah but this is in one of our residencies of course you weren't but in one of our classes and someone was saying like yes you know your research is important work but you want to make sure that whoever is picking up your research understands it. You know, whether it's another researcher, whether it's somebody in your target audience, it could be a person off the street. If they pick up your paper and it's a bunch of academic mumbo jumbo, don't nobody exactly. care. Like, yeah. 
so that's how I kind of look at my professional work too. Like, yes, I deal a lot with like legal entities, business plans, statistics, numbers, all of that stuff. But I also want to make sure that whatever I'm presenting to you, you um, get it. You you get it. Yeah. You're able to digest. Because I'm not always going to be here to explain it for exactly. you. Exactly. And I want you to be able to apply that information later on. Mm-hmm. I would love to be on a retainer, you know, right. for a couple of bigger clients. But, you know, like, that's also what I have a day job. The work that I do, I directly, I see what it directly impacts, like, when I'm done or as I'm working with it. And I really appreciate that. And, um, like, putting that t- much time and energy into that work like if I don't see the outcome right like you gotta like people I think sometimes our clients don't realize that we have day jobs or that we mm-hmm. have other stuff even oh I know clients. they don't <laughs> like <laughs> I don't think they do they I don't. know they do cause it's like cause they, they it, you, what, whatever you paying me is clearly not going to sustain my business right so I'm working I'm at work I'll get to you when I can yes I'll get to you when I can and also because I have a day job doesn't mean that I value my client interaction that you know any less less or value artists any less and I think a lot of artists who I haven't worked with or who I do you know like just see from afar a lot of them think that or I've I don't think that a lot of... I've seen some discourse on the interwebs that a lot of them think that, you know, like, if you don't dedicate your all to your art, Man, your art suffers. Five shit. Like, you're, you need to pay for your art. Art supplies are not free cheap or cheap. Or cheap. So, like, <laughs> I wouldn't want to, you know, make a painting that's worth $350 and then have to spend $150 on Life's not cheap. to make it. Life isn't yeah. cheap. You need health insurance. You have food. to. You food. No, no, no. Say that again. You need what? You need health insurance. Okay. Like, yeah, okay. Life insurance. Life insurance. Go for it. The policy is not like, a policy. There's a lot of stuff. And, and I'm not buying spaghetti dinner. Stop relying on I can't. I spent college eat ramen noodles. I'm not trying to do that again. Girl, with your high sodium the sodium in and so you know like once you, once you put that pressure on your art you take away from it and you start to resent your art and you start to resent your creativity and then that makes your creativity flow less and you no longer have inspiration so if you have time for one like your mind to get away from your art which is what my day job serves as and also um have something else that'll fund your art you're good and it doesn't become a hobby you know once you say oh my art is a hobby period like you reduce it then it's I have a it's my art is my art and this is what I do I'm an artist and I also have a day job your day job just has to come second you know when you explain it to people or when you you know proclaim it yourself it doesn't define you and I think a lot of people think that you know if you're an artist and you have a day job you're family well we've been talking for like 23 minutes hope it's warm so we're gonna take a break And my, I'm sitting here like, what? <laughs> we about to leave. I was letting them know. But anyway, we'll be back, y'all. And we'll be back. Hey, guys. It's Shariah. So if you're interested in working with uh, us individually, you can check out all of our work. Uh, for Jermaine, she does small business consulting as well as nonprofit consulting. You can check her out on Twitter at Jermaine Pencil or on Instagram at gpencilconsulting underscore or look at her website at gpencilconsulting.com. For all things art related, including management, branding, and all that good stuff, you can check out Honey. You can check out her website at honeyacross.com as well as her Twitter and Instagram at honey underscore spiffy. Uh, you can check me out for small business consulting as well as career consulting at marshallcareerconsulting.com or on Twitter at Shariah M or Instagram and Facebook at Marshall Career Consulting. All right, so we're back. 
That's supposed to happen before she said, and so we're back. That leads up to something. <laughs> but it was funny. <laughs> Y'all, I just. <laughs> Oh my god. Yeah. I'm gonna do better one day. Are you? <laughs> At least I had them ready today. It's a step up. I guess. Of I all guess the days, Steph. <laughs> Not when we actually need them, but. They was ready. That's all that matters. Anyways, what we talk about now. <laughs> so, talk about your role in the new kids and where you see the new kids, like, going in the future and all that other fun stuff. Okay. So, in the new kids, what I'm supposed to be doing that doesn't get done too often because of the two day jobs that I had. I also had two day jobs at one point, guys. So, sometimes you need multiples to fund everything else. But, is social media management and, like branding and stuff I guess I'm responsible for the look of the new kids and what our online presence looks like in our marketing um I find well we all contribute to like the we do a little bit of everything yeah to be honest. we all we do have a little roles, bit of everything <laughs> we kind of just I feel like we had to have set roles for our legal response like our legal yeah because otherwise then, yeah it'd be a lot but events as well I guess because that's what I do in my day job we really do all do all of the shit um we kind of talked about like we wanted to come together so the new kids we talked about kind of how we came together mm-hmm. um but I don't think we really talked about why and we felt like it well really? that, that's a given but I feel like you know we each kind of had this own perspective of um, our environments mm-hmm. and what we wanted to contribute and we didn't feel like there was really any outlet at the time mm-hmm. that was accurately or contributing what we felt we could. Yeah, contributing and also like Twitter and you know like social events are fine or whatever but you can't always you know sit down and have a really good conversation about business with somebody yeah about this like it's a topic that'll come up every now and then but I think that we really wanted to dedicate and also contribute a space that turned an eye more towards I think something that a lot of millennials also boomers don't Uh, think millennials talk about or go through and it's like you know like we go through it. And I think sometimes when you bring up business, people tend to talk in circles mm-hmm. and you really don't get to a point because everybody's trying to throw their two cents in and mm-hmm. contribute to the conversation, but there's really no path or yeah. like no goal, exactly. no end goal. So you kind of just wasted a conversation, mm-hmm. which I don't think anybody likes to do mm-hmm. unless you're a Republican. You mm-hmm. probably do that often. <laughs> probably get paid real well to do right. it. But <laughs> I wonder. Like, I really genuinely wonder how much they check speed are like I, to bullshit. How much is a check to bullshit? A lot. I mean, because it's got to be worth a lot of money to yeah, do that. Yeah. They doing it. They right now. The people that bullshit always, especially the, the black most. ones. It's always thirty words. But do they? Because we get underpaid for everything, so they probably don't even know how much. They probably get overpaid for being a token. The world Since may I never only know. only gotta pay one Wait, of y'all, let me break you off. The world may never know. <laughs> out of here. <laughs> um, so, me and Sharia, because we forgot to do this on the last episode, 
Um, yeah, what? Give y'all background. Yeah, so. I'll ask y'all questions. It's my turn. Okay, no, because we part. we did that already. Welcome to the Sorry, show. No, <laughs> <laughs> you blew it. You missed it. <laughs> Let me get my womp womp womps back for you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Sarah, do you want me to go first since you over here getting your sound? Lengthen them up. Get the sound effects together. <laughs> no, I can go first. What I'm saying. Uh, like where you went to college, got your training. Okay. Training are you going through now? Well, I went to high school in the Cornhusker State of Cornhusker New Nebraska. Not just New Nebraska. Is that how they say it? No, um, <laughs> that was on Family Feud. The guy, the question was name some name a state with new in it. And he was like <laughs> New Nebraska. Nice. Not how that works. <laughs> Not <laughs> how that works. <laughs> I went to um, high school in Omaha, Nebraska. I went to Omaha Central High School. Mm-hmm. Um, after that, I attended Peru State College in Peru, Nebraska, which is this really small town that looks like it should be filled with tumbleweeds. <gasps> and then there's a college in the middle of tumbleweeds. <laughs> That's exactly how that is. It is a literal college town. It is. Like, outside, there's like, I think a hundred people that actually live there outside Jesus. of the college is really, really what small. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's a yeah, family. Yeah. Right? Like, you really wouldn't think that exists, but it does. A town with a hundred people. Yeah. Wow. And I think most of them are college students that maybe just stayed. Um, I know there's a couple people who have been there their whole lives, which mm. is. Anyway, I got my um, bachelor's degree in human performance and systems management which is a long way to basically say I manage people. (laughs) Um, And then I, after I moved back here, I went to Peru online for my master's degree in organizational management with a focus in entrepreneurial development. And now I gotta take a breath for this title. I'm now working on my PhD in industrial and organizational psychology mm-hmm. with a focus in leadership and coaching. That's um, a lot. Yeah. I was so I'm proud at the of dissertation phase for that. So yeah, that's that. <laughs> Journal. So, so what is, <laughs> wait, no. What oh. does that entail? Like what the, which one? The well, I guess what you do now and what you would be doing once you got your PhD. Um, well, right now, I mostly rely on what I learned in my master's degree program. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I was forced to write a thesis and I chose a business that I wanted to start in the city of Detroit and use the thesis as an option or as a way to do the research portion mm-hmm. of it. So doing that, I got to see a lot of what you have to do to start an organization, how mm-hmm. you continue to manage it and how that's completely different for an entrepreneur than it is for somebody who's coming into something that's already established. Mm. So I learned the business side of it, the more established business side of it from my undergraduate degree. Mm -hmm. And then my master's degree helped me to understand how to work with entrepreneurs. Um, With my PhD, I don't know why we started this program. (laughs) Y'all still don't know that? (laughs) We like three years in and still don't know why. But um, I think ultimately it will help me with being more profound in research, mm-hmm. actually understanding how to figure out what's good research, what's not good research, mm-hmm. um, and will then kind of naturally help me to educate others. Okay. And plus, I'll be doctor. 
Dr. Shy Shy So Fly. <laughs> Doctor got a nice name to nice ring to it. Nice name. So yeah. Okay, okay. Jermaine. My name is Jermaine. <laughs> I sell propane. Propane. <laughs> <laughs> You're terrible. <laughs> Okay, I'm over here. It's tears in my eyes. Okay. <laughs> so, I uh, did my undergrad at Western Michigan University um, in organizational communication. For those of you who don't know, Western is in Kalamazoo. Western. <laughs> um, Kalamazoo is a college town as well. Um, it is on the west side of the state, hence the name, obviously. Um, oh, that makes sense. Go Broncos. Yeah, that shit. Um, yeah, so Western was Western. I had fun when I was there, and then I graduated and got the hell on. Because <laughs> why would I stay in Kalamazoo? Mm-mm. You know, no shade to y'all, because I know a couple of y'all like to do that. But... That <laughs> <laughs> she did say. Hey, you can't say no shade. No shade if you launch a grenade. So after I finished my uh, bachelor's degree at Western, I went to Eastern for my trader master's degree, which I hated even more because <laughs> Ypsilanti is Ypsilanti. Um, I got my master's degree in HR and organizational development. And it's interesting because, um, so when I started undergrad, I wanted to go into journalism too. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, no, you don't. Yeah, I don't know why I kept going. No, you don't. I really don't know why I kept going. I started so, as an accounting major. Girl, why? Because <laughs> my mom said I had to go to college. Oh, goodness gracious. So, well, I really wanted to be in the FBI, but then I realized that my parents' background wasn't going to allow me to do that. So. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, so I got my master's degree from East, or yeah, from Eastern in HR and OD. Um, and in talking with one of my professors um, that was kind of guiding me through my thesis, she had her PhD in um, industrial and organizational psychology. And I, I kind of knew what it was, but I was like, eh. And they, they have a program at Wayne State as well. So I had to do a, a research for Wayne State's program, but it just, I didn't feel like it fit me. Um, and so that's how I ended up at Walden, I guess. Um, and now here we are, three years later, still trying to figure out why we said yes to doing this. Um, so my um, overarching degree is industrial and organizational psychology, and then I have a, spe- or a specialization in consulting psychology. And you would think that we had to take like completely different courses. No. We took one course that was different. <laughs> and that's where the specialization came from. Is that one course. That one course. That one quarter. It was what, 12 weeks? Yeah. So what spurred y'all like at what decision? Because I feel like after my master's degree, because y'all did all of this like pretty quickly back to back. And I feel yeah, like I after my master's degree. I took a year off after my master's degree. I took, a, I took six months off after my undergraduate degree. And then no break in between my master's and my PhD. I finished in May and started this program in June. Jesus Christ. (laughs) What? It's giving me anxiety. (laughs) Imagine how we... Right. What what made Spurge on to make this decision? 
Oh my god! Was this I like don't know. Act? Was this something that y'all have? Like, I mean, we we talked about it, for, um, but I don't I don't know what started the conversation about it. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I don't remember. That's three years ago. Yeah, cause I finished my master's degree in 2014, mm-hmm. and so we started this program June 2015. Yeah, June 2015. Mm-hmm. So we had kind of been talking about it, like dancing around it, but and she was pretty much waiting for me to finish, finish my master's her, degree, yeah. mm-hmm. so that we could do it together. And I was trying not to die during my thesis. <laughs> part of my master's degree and I was like why am I doing this to myself (laughs) going right back I will say though this journey has definitely been like they say like your master's degree is supposed to help you you know kind of through your uh, dissertation mm-hmm. Lies. <laughs> honestly the coursework Somebody in my dissertation didn't really help me because I'm still like I'm still looking at my chapters in my dissertation and yes you do have to write chapters mm-hmm. at least four, it's, I don't remember if it's four or five um, it's different per school okay um, but we have to do I think we have four. to do at least four yep and, and then five is like gathering or you know providing the results yeah and this is not like oh you know four chapters 10 pages no this is like 60 pages 60 pages per chapter yeah um yeah and how many chapters at At least least four yeah four and the fifth one too yeah. So yeah. Um, <laughs> just so, like, but no. I will say it can be done. Um, there's actually a girl from Omaha. Um, I don't want to say her name because I feel like that's rude because this is her story to tell. But she just um, she successfully defended her dissertation yesterday. She is 24 years old and is done with dissertation. Bless you, everything. Sis. So Bless you. shout out to you. It, it's doable. Yeah, and I definitely it's think it's better if you have somebody that's doing it with you mm-hmm. versus going through the process by yourself because mm-hmm. many times I'm getting ready to text Raya like ah, and she texts me like ah. <laughs> I'm telling you if it wasn't for Jermaine I would not made it through that stats class I was trying to burn the book throw the computer <laughs> throw my laptop out the window like I literally I called her <laughs> packed up my truck and was like I'm on my way to your house because I don't I can't figure this out and I'm gonna throw this book out the window and math honestly <laughs> ain't never been my strong suit either but I got A in the class so I was like Hey, I ain't gonna argue with you. <laughs> like, if you see it as a, sir, please. Yeah, um, that was intense, but it's, I guess it's doable, now. it's fun. Yeah. I think it's good that both of us um, chose dissertation topics that we're fairly passionate about, mm-hmm. or at least care a little bit about, so it makes it not as bad, you mm-hmm. know? Like, I don't have to write a thousand pages on some stuff that was just assigned to me. I got mm-hmm. to pick it and make it fit to my life. Now, if I could just fit some time in to write it. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> um, so yeah, that's how we got well, we still don't know how we got here to be honest, but we here. We do a lot of this like spur of the moment stuff and it's just like, oh, this seems like a good yeah. idea. Cause I feel like that's how it happened. It was kinda of like once I got my master's degree, I kind of felt like I just want to do it. Like, it's one last degree left. Mm-hmm. I can do it. Um, and I always do things to, like, set an example for my younger cousins and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if I'm going to set the bar, I'm going to just put it way, way up, up there. Just, there. You know, get it right in the sky. Yeah, and it's kind of the same for me. Like, I'll be the first person in my family to have my doctorate degree. And so, mm-hmm. you know, my family is, um, I come from a, you know, middle class, working family, immediate and then most of my family, most everybody is educated to an extent, but nobody really was like, I'm a go. So I was like, this is me. Like, yeah, 
that's mm-hmm. kind of how I am too. My cousin, he always calls me the smartest cousin that he has. So he'll call me with like issues and be like, you're the smartest cousin I have. I need you to fix this. And I'll be like, this thing got nothing to do with my degree mm-hmm. field, but I can try, <laughs> I can try okay. for you. <sighs> but yeah, and now we're stuck in this program because we have paid all this money. Money almost over. It's almost, y'all got what? It could be years before we're done. Jesus Christ. It could be, but it won't be. I said I want to be done by 30. That's so that's two cold. more years. First of all, that's three more years. I'm 27. Don't try to age me. <laughs> Sis, you're going to be 28 this year. Let's not, let's not kid ourselves Carry on. <laughs> she older than me. On by that note. <laughs> by some months. Y'all want it done by some months? No, no, she was oh. older than me. By oh, I was about to say, I thought oh, she just like, said 30. Okay, no, I, I, I know for sure. She, I got at least a, another year for sure. Because I'm trying to set, like, realistic expectations. Manageable goals. That's, that's really smart, though, because I goals set an unrealistic example for myself and be like, yeah, I want it done by the end of the year. I could yeah, do that. No. No. In my dissertation chair, I keep saying the best dissertation is a done one. Look if I stop telling me that. <laughs> shit is gonna be done well. It's gonna be done when I get ready. Well, yeah. So, we've been talking for um, 40 minutes now. Yeah. Look at us getting through episodes. Like and I think our episode was like 45 minutes long. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm so sick of you. I'm so sick of Sharae. Like, I'm so tired of her. Listen, I bring a lot to the new kids. Sound effects. <laughs> laughs. Hot readies. Sauce. You continuing to tell, your, tell on yourself. I only said something about the vibe. Damn. Right. Right. And I was telling myself because he missed my session and I said I'm going to eat. So... <laughs> Well, <laughs> dun dun dun. <laughs> oh wait, hold on. I she said, "Wait, I got you." Of we course. need some exit music too. We got some. That's not music. That's not exit music. It may is music if I press all of them. <laughs> well, does anybody else have anything they want to add? <laughs> um, please. <laughs> The face. The face. <laughs> face. <laughs> She's so into it. She's serious about it. That's really cool. So, um, check out our website, please. Yes. Go look at it. It's thenewkidsdetroit.com. Advertise with us. Yes, advertise with us. Because you don't have another choice. If you would like to be a guest, email us, hit us up. A couple people have already hit us up, and I know them episodes are going to be <laughs> uh, intense, but... Yeah, is it gonna be that? <laughs> um, All you gonna be able to hear on this is your nails, <laughs> right? Like a child. <laughs> you look so satisfied. Um, I am. Follow us on social media. You gotta tell them email. Not. You can't just say email us oh, and not say email. email. <laughs> I thought you were still Absolutely. over there pressing buttons. <laughs> no, the new kids LLC at gmail.com Yeah, that. Twitter and Instagram. At the new kids. Facebook. LLC. Yes. Facebook. 
Uh, subscribe to us on SoundCloud. Somebody left us a really nice rating on iTunes. Really? Yes. Oh. I, I, I thought I screenshotted it and sent to y'all, but I didn't. I think, hold on. Did you send it to us? Because before I say it's who I think it is, I don't want to give the wrong person a shout out. I don't remember. Because I'm pretty sure um, it came from Jew. I'm and about to look it up now. If I can see it on here. Um, anything else? Nah, shout out to him and the uh, guys at Pilot Talk Podcast. That's um, where the review came from. So they live. They in Baltimore. Uh, what are we on the <laughs> we got 29 because we the new kids Detroit on SoundCloud but we the new kids LLC on iTunes because oh I see it yes yeah Jugatti Jugatti yeah hey so shout out to you because this is hype mm-hmm. and we appreciate you yeah, I'm part of a, um, a group chat with a bunch of podcasters and that's where he's Excellent. from. Shout out to Rihanna for dropping Body Lava today. And shout yeah. out to me and Jermaine for getting our Body, for getting lava. Our body lava today. Shout out to Beyonce about to perform Coachella. That's also, it. shout out to Cardi B. For being lit. Yes. For being Cardi B. Because I'm about to be twerking all my way home. <laughs> and she made a soundtrack to my life. <laughs> it was so fitting. The timing is perfect. Right before the summertime. Um, it's summertime, whatever. Fucking come. It's on the way. Well... Don't want to play the extra music again? Do you... You know what? I'm about to just first stop. Because I'm not dealing with you. (laughs) (laughs) Well, guys. Until next time. 